You're listening to the Simply Instructional Coaching Podcast, a podcast for instructional coaches who want a simple plan with simple steps to get started coaching teachers. I'm your host, Nicole, and I'm an elementary teacher turned instructional coach with a little bit of K-12 admin sprinkled in. Tune in for simple tips and strategies for what and how to coach teachers. Being an impactful instructional coach doesn't have to be complicated. Let's make it simple. Hey, hey, coaches. Welcome back to the Simply Instructional Coaching Podcast. I am so excited about this episode. I know I say that I'm so excited about a lot of episodes, but this episode is super special to me. And that's because I have Chrissy Beltran here in the virtual flesh with me (laughs) in our podcast. This podcast means so much to me because for the very first time, she is on my podcast and I'm not on her podcast. <laughs> it is exciting. <laughs> yes. And so I want you guys to know that the reason why this podcast exists is because of her. She is the one who was like, Nicole, do it. Nicole, do it. And I was like, no, no. And she was like, do it now. Done. And I was so like, if that's- I can do it, you can do it. Yes. So this is how this lovely podcast began. And I am so excited about this. So Chrissy, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Simply Instructional Coaching Podcast. This is so exciting to be here. I am so happy that you have this. Thank you for having me. No problem. It's my first choice. Soon as when I said, hey, I'm going to do some interviews, I was like, Chrissy, you got to be on a podcast. Well, that's why I was like, I better, I better be signing up for this. <laughs> yes. You're going to send me a link or what? Right. I was so professional, y'all. So listen. We talk all the time because Chrissy is my one of my coaching besties. And I think that she fusses at me and, and gets me right all the time, right? And so instead of me just sending her a text and inviting her, I actually sent a formal email with all of this information. And she replied to <laughs> in a text that was like, I got your formal email. <laughs> it was like, well, hello. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> yes, I would love to do an episode of your podcast. <laughs> uh, this is super exciting. I don't know if any of you know, but Chrissy and I used to host a membership together and it was called Coffee and Coaching. And we spent every month together where we did live sessions and live videos and trainings. Um, and you guys could still, if you're interested, you can grab all of that. It's about two years, two years worth of content. And we'll link that down below in the show notes about it. But this podcast right now just feels so much like we are back at home. Like we were planning, kind of discussing what we were going to talk. And we were just like, let's just do Coffee and Coaching 2.0. Like that's just what it is <laughs> that we have going on. So Chrissy, for all those that don't know the magnificent Buzzing with Miss B, can you please go ahead and introduce yourself? Well, Sure. I started out as a classroom teacher. I taught third and fourth grade in El Paso, Texas, which is where I live. And then over time, I was offered a position in instructional coaching. And I loved teaching very much. And I still miss it a lot, although I got to say, kind of glad I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a little stress. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough, right? <laughs> but I loved teaching so much. I taught all subject areas and I enjoyed it. 
And I had started a teaching blog and it was just, I'd already started buzzing with Miss B at that time. And I just love to talk about teaching. But then I went and accepted this instructional coaching position and I was sort of like dumped in, right? I didn't have a lot of experience with instructional coaching as a teacher. We had a quote coach, it wasn't even their title, but that was kind of what they did, but they didn't do it with us. They did it with other grade levels, mm-hmm. their primary grades. So I had very little experience with what that looked like. So whenever I started coaching, I was kind of building the plane as I flew it mm-hmm. and just trying to see like, okay, what works? What doesn't work? Oh, that was a bad idea. Not doing that again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots of trial and error. And uh, over time, I kind of built my program into something that I felt good about, but it definitely took me a lot of time to do that. So whenever coaches are hurting now and they're struggling to figure out how they want to do things as a coach, I can completely relate to that. I stayed home whenever our kids were born, not at the same time. (laughs) They were born a couple of few years apart, but when our oldest daughter was born and I became a mama, that is whenever I decided to leave full-time public school. And now I work with coaches, teachers, and schools virtually mostly at this time. And I provide them with training, professional development, and online coaching support. So resources as well at Teachers Pay Teachers. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to be here and, and talk a little bit about coaching with you. Yes. And so all of her resources are magnificent. If you are a literacy coach, she is the girl to go to. She has all of the literacy coaching things. And you just updated the Confident Coach, right? That's the literacy course, the course for literacy coaches, right? Yes. The Confident Literacy Coach. Yeah. I updated the modules that were about reading and writing practices into something that's a little bit more updated, a little more current and um, reflects a lot of the practices that we know support skilled reading and writing based on research and and all of the findings that we have been working on over the last you know couple of decades. Mm-hmm. So I've updated those lessons because I wanted coaches to have those tools in order to support their teachers in all of this stuff because it can be very overwhelming. Yes. So if you didn't learn it in college, or even if you did, and you're asked to do it now, if you've never used it, it might feel very foreign and stressful to try to kind of slog through all the information yourself. So I put it into one spot so literacy coaches can get what they need and then turn it around to their teachers. That's confidentliteracycoach.com. And it's being released actually in April. Awesome. Yeah. So by the time you guys hear this, it should be released. Yay. If I'm not mistaken. (laughs) I can't remember the schedule of when this actually goes live, but I know that that's a course that you guys need to get. And I wanted to make sure that Chrissy talks about it because sometimes she doesn't talk about all the wonderful things that she has to offer. But I wanted to make sure that you guys knew that before we dive into all of our favorite content and different things like that. So if you do not know, Chrissy and I have been a part of the Simply Coaching Summit since the beginning. Yeah, I sent her this random email, y'all. So am I random? Chrissy, that I just now send you, I, I hear myself constantly saying that I send her random email. <laughs> That's true. But you know what? It's good stuff. It's always good stuff. You did say, I was like, I, I remember telling my husband, hey, this person sent me this thing and it kind of sounds neat, but I don't, I'm not totally, sh- I don't know. I think I'm going to do it, but <laughs> like, kind of like, I, I think I'm going to do it. I, this sounds pretty cool. I don't know where it's going to go, but okay, let's just try it and see what happens. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Isn't that crazy? And so <laughs> I was, I remember sending an email to everybody, but I remember when I was on a podcast with Gretchen, I talked to her about it and I was like, don't you remember when I just like sent you a box and was like, Hey, 
I want to do this summit thing. And she was just like, what? Like, yeah, do it. Like she totally supported me. And then when I came back telling her all the details, she was like, whoa, 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 what? What is this? What is this idea you have? And I remember sending that email to you and Nita and Gretchen and was like, okay, y'all, this is what I want to do. Are you guys down for it? And I think because it was rooted in the fact that we really wanted to help coaches and we Mm -hmm. wanted to create something that was specifically for coaches by us coaches, I think that's why all of our passions aligned, right? All of our passion and purpose for that aligned. And so I think that's why this year as our fifth anniversary of the summit approaches is it's so, so real, right? It, it has that feeling that I just can't believe that it has grown to that we're reaching 14, 15 countries and we've reached over 8,000 instructional coaches since we started this. And so it's incredible. That is incredible and amazing that we're able to reach coaches, not only just here, right? Like mm-hmm. all over the world. And so we are making a difference. And the crazy part about that, Chrissy, is that we're touching not only those coaches, but those teachers. And just think of how many students we get to um, lives that we get to touch every year. And so the Simply Coaching Summit is just, oh, it's amazing to me, but I'll let you talk about it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what I love is that it is so like, it is so accessible mm-hmm. because it's, as a coach, if I wanted to get training, it was a lot of work and it was yeah. a lot of money and time. And I had to go to a place and I was off of my campus and it was, mm-hmm. that was alone. That alone was like, you know, wrestling a bear to get time off, you know, yep. just to learn something. And it was just so challenging. So it was really, it's, I love that it's so accessible that people can watch it on their own as they are able, like they can say, you know what I have every week, I'm going to spend a couple hours watching some videos, you know, they have time to come back to it. It's just, it's just excellent. Yeah. It's such a realistic resource because it really reflects the busy lives of coaches. Yep. Absolutely. And so good that we get to talk about, I know you spend a lot of time working with coaches and coaching coaches. So you get a lot of what's happening right now. And you're able to really share that uh, holistic like view, just not from like, oh, I just work in one building, but oh, I work with 20 coaches and all 20 of them are saying this. And so, hey, this is a strategy that we could probably share out to, to other people. So I think that that is the awesome you know, opportunity that we have some people who are in the field, some people who are working in coaching coaches. And then of course we have some of the gurus of instructional coaching who's been around for a very long time. So it's a good mixture of everything that's happening. It is. It is. And you're right. We do try to do the problem solving, right? We say, okay, Mm -hmm. this is an issue that we see popping up over and over and coaches. Every time I talk to coaches, this is what I'm hearing. And then we try to create resources and training that will respond to that problem. Absolutely. So that lends us to talk about your session. (laughs) Your session at the summit this year is all about coaching menus. And I'm gonna let you dive into talking about what is a coaching menu. Sure. Okay. Well, a coaching menu is basically a document that helps you explain to teachers and show them exactly what kinds of coaching support you can provide. And what I like about it is, it addresses the need that I hear from so many coaches, which is my teachers don't seem to know what they do. Mm-hmm. Coaches don't always realize that's the problem at first, though. Sometimes it takes a lot of conversation, and then we get down to the root of the problem, which is that their teachers have no idea how they can help them. Mm-hmm. So then they're asked to do things like make copies 
or watch the class while they run to the bathroom. Yep. Or, you know, those things that are essential. And sometimes you're going to step in and do them every now and then just because you're part of a team. But if that's what you're being used for, and if no teacher wants to work with you on actual instructional work, then we've got a problem of yep. purpose and the teachers don't know what your purpose is. Yeah. You're, you're perceived more as admin or supplemental, but not what a true coach is, which is there to impact instruction in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So the coaching menu actually documents, okay, I can model a lesson for you. I can help you review some resources and find the perfect ones. I can help plan a lesson. I can debrief data with you. I can co-teach. It gives all the teachers all these options about what you can do to support their practice so that they have a little bit of choice. It's mm-hmm. kind of like self-differentiated. Like if you think about a choice board in the classroom, you're not telling kids they're not going to do something they don't want to do. You're telling them you're going to do something. I have selected what's going on this choice right. board and you get to choose which one you think is going to be the best for you. And that's what we're doing with teachers. So this is really like giving teachers a buy-in or an option that they get to choose their own learning. Exactly. Yes. And it like, aren't we more invested whenever we get to choose something about our own learning? Yes, of course. Yeah. But I think that that's cool. Hey coaches, I have a few questions for you. Are you struggling to get coaching cycles completed? Are you still trying to figure out what to coach? Are you confused about how to coach teachers? If you raised your hand and said yes to any of these questions, I want to invite you to join me and more than 100 instructional coaches inside the Simply Coaching Hub. The Simply Coaching Hub is a professional development, resource, and community hub that will provide you with practical, relatable, and actionable professional development for new and seasoned instructional coaches. The hub is specifically for instructional coaches created by me and instructional coach. In the hub, we focus on providing specific pathways that meet you where you are in your coaching journey. Differentiation is important when we work with students and even when we coach teachers. Shouldn't it be important when it comes to your growth as a coach too? Absolutely. And that's why when you join the hub, you will be prescribed a coaching pathway that will address your specific needs. The hub also provides a simple framework for you to implement right away. It's time you start coaching with confidence. And most importantly, the hub is a community. With over 100 instructional coaches from all over the world, you will connect with someone who can support you through any situation you may be dealing with. And the best part is you have a coach walking side by side to support you in your journey. It's time to elevate your instructional coaching with the Simply Coaching Hub. Check out www.simplycoachinghub.com to learn more. I will see you in the hub. So how does a a coaching menu look? Does it look like a bingo sheet or does it like, can you give me like a description of what it is? I could put it together. Yeah, totally. So there's different, there are different ways to make it look. I choose the simpler route where it's just options because I find that if I have too many decisions to make, I get like decision fatigue and teachers already have decision fatigue. And mm-hmm. so I feel like I just, what I like is it's kind of like a bingo board, but they don't have to cover up a certain number of squares or anything. Although that could be a fun way to use it. Mm-hmm. They get to choose from a kind of a grid of options to say which one is going to work for them in the time that they're working with me. So if I'm approaching a teacher, let's say the teacher has been complaining that their kids don't know how to write complete sentences, right? 
Right. I'm sure you've heard that one <laughs> from oh, yeah. literally every teacher ever. And I say, okay, I'm hearing that you're having a real challenge with that. I would love to help you. Let me look at my coaching menu here. We can take a look and see which support do you think would be most helpful in getting your kids to write complete sentences. We're focusing the work on the kid, but the teacher is choosing the mode of support. And so they could say, well, I don't even know like where to start. I don't even know what that kind of instruction looks like. How do I teach grammar? Okay, so maybe we need to review some resources, make a plan and model. And we can choose those options from the menu. Or they might say, well, I just want you to model a lesson. I just want to see you do it. Mm-hmm. And so that way, depending on the amount of like efficacy the teacher has, they may be very able to describe what they need. If they don't know what they need, you can use that as a guide to say, does this sound like a good plan to you? Now, some people actually do like more of a menu style, which is very cute. Um, and it has like an appetizer, the main course and a dessert. Ugh, you know how I feel about them. <laughs> oh, but go ahead. No, no. Tell me. Tell, you tell us your thoughts. So, you know, I just cannot take it. I used to be like an appetizer, an entree, a dessert. And you just giving me just a form of like here, pick and choose and make a meal. Like for me, it's like I want I want it to be connected in a different way. So I love the fact that you have the coaching menu, like the, I like the bingo board kind of like style where people can like kind of look and see and, you know, that kind of stuff. I just didn't like the menu analysis. I don't know. It's just was something funny to me. But yes, <laughs> people do do it. They do. So that is, so if that doesn't turn you off, like it's <laughs> optical, if it doesn't make your skin crawl, <laughs> then you might look into drawing it. But Chrissy, it's almost as bad as potty PD. You know how I feel about that too. Oh my goodness. Those were the two. Those are the only two things in coaching that I just am like, I can't just do. cannot do it. That is so funny. Potty PD. Yeah. Potty PD is whenever you provide like something across from the potty in, in the teacher's room, yes. you put like something on the wall and teachers can read it and so I guess enjoy their personal. So I'm going to squat to use the restroom and learn a new instructional strategy. What bothers me about that is that Whenever you, okay, this is all, this is, we are I so watched off. Dateline. We are so off. I watched <laughs> Dateline a long time ago and they did a test about how far water sprays when you flush a toilet and it's very far. <laughs> so the potty PD may have a little potty on it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally potty PD. Oh, Just goodness. be aware. If you're going this route, I am not judging you, but well, you make no lamination. No judgment, y'all. No judgment. We just don't like it. I remember the day that we saw this and I believe I sent a screenshot of this loveliness to Chrissy and was like, I can't. That's one thing I'm not going to do. Teachers and coaches, if you have to use the restroom, you will not learn an instructional or coaching strategy from me. It is your free time. Just not go do it. It is your free time to kind of think 45 seconds. (laughs) To think and process. You know, yeah. no, you're right. Give them a minute to breathe. Right. When do you, when do you disconnect? Yeah. Not even in the potty. Not even in the potty. No, but I'm sorry. Okay. No, so that's okay. No, you're right. Menu. If you're going to make a coaching menu, don't hang it up in the potty either. Nobody wants to think about you in there. Yes. They want to think about Could you coach. imagine <laughs> <laughs> with your face, a picture of your face. Right. On it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Could you, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. 
This is coffee and culture 2.0. It this is. This is how we used to get down. <laughs> we can't help it. <laughs> we can't help okay, it. Okay, back to the menus of what coaches are going to get. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so coaching menus, some of them are set up into that appetizer, main course or entree, and then dessert. I guess it depends on how fancy you are as to whether you use main course or entree. And then they would have things that would logically go kind of the beginning of coaching work and then appetizer. So maybe it's like a resource review or um, looking at data. And then they have in the main course, you know, maybe your classroom work, like modeling, co-teaching, observing, Mm -hmm. and then, or maybe another visit to another classroom. And then the dessert is like the end of your coaching work. So maybe it's, you know, you're going to have a debriefing conversation or you're going to make a plan for your next lesson or something along those lines. So that's kind of how some people set it up in terms of like a menu menu. I just look at a menu as like a choice of options. And whether I'm there at dinner time or not, if I want apple pie, that's what I'm going to get. So I think that what I like about it is it gives people different levels of coaching involvement that they Mm -hmm. can choose from. And that's so beneficial because if you have a teacher who's not super excited about you, Mm -hmm. And you are like, let's choose 17 things from this list that we're going to do together over the next four weeks. That is a lot. They're going to be like deuces. Yes, exactly. Right. (laughs) But if they look at your menu and they're like, oh, well, resource recommendation. I think I can tolerate that. What have you got? What have you got for me that you can show me that would help me with this problem I'm having? So it kind of makes it accessible to teachers at different points. Mm-hmm. And then teachers who want to jump all in and are ready to go, let's, I want to co-teach. I'm going to teach with you. Let's do it. You know, you have people at the opposite ends of this spectrum in terms of like engagement with coaching and excitement about having people in their rooms. And so this menu is broad enough that you could feasibly move somebody from the very beginning of like just barely recommending resources mm-hmm. and having those conversations all the way up into team teaching. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That's good. I I like that scenario. Y'all just don't use the entrees and the the <laughs> breakfast. You can try it out and, and see then if lunch. you like it. What if <laughs> they have like breakfast, lunch, and dinner? <laughs> and then two snacks. So you got five. Five they like children with toddlers <laughs> with their two snacks. With two snacks. So now we have the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then two snacks. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's the bomb. That's a reasonable amount of food for that's the day. six. <laughs> That's six options. To me, it was like six columns. I guess, like you said, I felt like it was stressing me out to think about, okay, this has to go with, like, logically, this would go with this would go with this. I don't even know how this would flow into this would flow into that. Like, if they chose a weird combination, it would stress me out, I think. So that was kind of why I never went that route. Well, what do we talk about this? The breakfast menu would be for your beginning teachers. Well, that would work, too. If you have, listen. That's cute. That's very cute. But then dessert (laughs) is for your teachers. Like my daughter's pre-K teacher has been teaching for 37 years. Right. Exactly. So it's kind of like we're tearing them inside of a menu. But that wouldn't be really for their knowledge. That would be more for you. Like you would have a breakfast menu. Do you know what I mean? No. Well, no. So I would only give the breakfast menu to beginning teachers. Right. But you wouldn't be like, because you're a beginning teacher, you get the breakfast menu. Yeah. I would be like, you are new. This is <laughs> options for you. Okay. I mean, I'm saying you're right. in the middle. So here go your lunch menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have your little seasoned. So here's dinner menu. Mm-hmm. And then the two, the two snacks are paraprofessionals. <laughs> that was my first. 
<laughs> the two snacks are like anyone that they're like tasks that anyone can enjoy. Oh, Everyone I see what you're saying. Get. Everybody gets snacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just put together a menu that I just don't do. <laughs> <laughs> I know people go listen and be really, really excited about this whole scenario. Putting together a menu. Their menu for the day. Your day of coaching support. Exactly. Exactly. I guess you could put calories on each item and then they have to create like a 1500 calorie diet. Oh, my goodness. Then we could do the nutrition facts. Is it sugar? Is it sweet or sour? <laughs> really stressful. It <That> sounds <laughs> like it's getting more stressful instead of less. Just put a bunch of stuff on a grid. Keep it simple, guys. Keep it simple, y'all. Keep it simple. Yeah. So I love the, the coaching menus. And so in you are going to do your session live, right? At, yes. It is at 1 p.m. on day three, which is mm-hmm. Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. Mm-hmm. Chrissy will go live, y'all. She is so fun to watch in her PDs. And last year she did a keynote. Um, the year before that, she did the live keynote, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, we so. did it. I did it. Yeah, that's right. Wow, it's been a while. Yeah. Oh, geez. We just keep doing it and keep doing that's it. That's right. But yeah, so th- those are some fun things. But this session I know is going to be super interactive and super fun. And yes. I'm sure you're going to walk away with some resources because she can't, can't help herself. She's going to give you everything that you need immediately to put this in place as you kind of go through that. All right. So Chrissy, I'm asking everyone as we kind of wrap up our session, which I do not want to, but I know that we have to end at some point. Give me three things that you want or three pieces of advice you want to give coaches. All right. Well, one, I would say you can't do everything at once. So really try to focus your work on what's essential because you will overwhelm not only yourself, but your teachers if you are trying to do everything all of the time. So that's that's a big one. Keep it simple. Keep it focused. Mm-hmm. I think another is be upfront about what your role is and really define that role clearly for your teachers, for your admin, make sure you're communicating, you're all on the same page. Because so many of the coaches that I work with, once we finally get down to the main, the real root of the issues they're having, it's because their teachers don't know what their role is. And the teachers are making up a lot of not very flattering job descriptions. (laughs) So we want to clarify that right up front. And I think the third piece is to find the joy. You know, we have to find joy in our work and whatever that looks like, whether that looks like you having a pet project or sometimes working with teachers just because you're excited to work with them bringing in joy to your PD and your PLC. We are human beings and nobody is going to necessarily go out of their way to bring us joy in our work. We have to do it ourselves and we deserve that and we need that. So bring your joy with you, find it wherever you can and and try to make that kind of a, a big part of the way that you coach people. If you show up with joy, just like the students, people are going to receive you better. Oh yes. I love those three. I think the best one is to show up with joy because that's what I always try to do. And I always try to be super positive and just smile. Like even if it's a stressful situation, I try to smile through and kind of let teachers know that I'm there to support them um, in the coaching role because teaching today is completely stressful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Chrissy, so much for being on the podcast. I am super excited about the Simply Coaching Summit. And anyone who wants to find Chrissy, they can find her at buzzingwithmissb.com. She also has the Buzzing with Miss B, the coaching podcast that's been around for a couple of years. And 
theconfidentliteracycoach.com. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm remembering some of the, the it, yeah. some of them. Yes. <laughs> but I know mostly you can find her um, on Instagram, on Twitter. I think it's all under buzzing with Miss B. Yeah. Um, she is awesome. She is a great coach. She is one of my coaches. And I am so thankful and blessed to be a part of her life and that she is a part of mine. And it is just an awesome experience. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks, Chrissy, so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. All right. Happy coaching, y'all. Happy coaching. for listening to the Simply Instructional Coaching Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with other coaches and teacher leaders, post about it on social media, and leave a rating or review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at simplycoachingandteaching underscore and on Twitter at coachandteach. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode. Happy coaching. <laughs>